Welcome to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Each weekday, Dr. Crisp will be discussing biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Tune in daily to start your day right and deepen your understanding of how to better walk the way and enjoy the journey. Here's your host, Dr. Tony Crisp. Welcome to On the Way podcast. This is Tony Crisp, and this is podcast number 12. There is so much that God did to get the world ready for the coming of the Messiah, the coming of Jesus, the Son of God, the God-man. The Bible says in the book of Galatians chapter 4, But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his Son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. But when the fullness of time had come, if I were translating that in a dynamic translation, I would write, but when the time was right, when God had prepared the way, God did exactly what he said he was going to do, and he sent the Redeemer to redeem us by his own blood. But when we look at the scriptures, it's obvious that something was being prepared. Now, I'm not just talking about in the Tanakh and the Old Testament scriptures. I'm talking about in what the historians and theologians call the silent years. Yes, from the closing of the prophecy of Malachi to the opening of the Gospels was a time period of approximately 400 years. And those are called the silent years. Why? Because God did not speak openly. There was not a prophet. There was not a great call from God. And so henceforth, it is called the silent years. But what we need to understand is that God is never status quo. God is never static. God is always moving. God is always going somewhere. God is always acting. And so what we must never do in the Bible is take God's silence for inactivity. God is always working, even when we do not see him working, even when we do not hear him answering our prayers, even when we do not believe that God even knows that we exist, God is there. And he is preparing for the next step on the way. And so how was he doing that? Well, over the coming podcast, what I'm going to do is get us ready for the coming of the Messiah and then talk about the uh, events that surrounded his birth. You see, the first thing we need to understand is God is in control of world history. As a matter of fact, history in English is a play on words for the follower of God. It is his story. And so from Genesis to Revelation, God is giving his great plan of redemption because we are fallen creatures and God chooses to reach out to us over and over again with great overtures of love and affection to draw us to himself. And he has pursued us when we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone unto our own way and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. That's what the great prophet Isaiah said in Isaiah 53, 6. But what about this fullness of time? What was God saying? Well, as you'll recall, God down through history had helped his people and he had prepared them. He had given them a land. He had brought them out of the bondage of Egyptian slavery and brought them into a land. And for a period of 
Over 350 years the judges had ruled, and every man did that which was right in his own eyes, according to the last book of Judges. And they began to want a king. God gave them a king, and uh, they were rejecting him and, and his rule in their life. But God gave them the desire of their heart, and in his great plan he worked it out for a period of a united monarchy, a united kingdom, when three kings, King Saul of the tribe of Benjamin, King David of the tribe of Judah, and his son Solomon reigned over all of the entire 12 tribes. But then, as you'll recall, at the death of Solomon, the kingdom was split in two. Ten tribes bolted north, and then the tribe of Judah stayed south, and the tribe of Levi uh, with him. And so Jerusalem was the capital of the south, and the capital of the north was Samaria, and the two tribes even warred against each other and sometimes together against a common enemy. But that lasted till 722 B.C. when the Assyrians from the north came in and decimated the kingdom of the north and brought in people from all over the earth. They interbred with the Jewish people, and the Assyrians did that as a methodology to water down all of the family tribes and, and connections so that there would not be a united front against uh, the conqueror, the Assyrians. That was their strategy from the very beginning. And that's where the Samaritans came from, was the interbreeding of people from all over the earth with the Jewish people. And so they became a DNA unto themselves. And that lasted, that single kingdom then, only Judah was left from 722 to 586, when into captivity, Babylonian captivity, under Nebuchadnezzar, the temple was destroyed, and for 70 years the people were without a central worship system until 516 when the second temple was dedicated. Now in the next podcast, we're going to see how this began, the journey of God to get ready specifically for the time of the coming of the Messiah. We're on the way. This is Tony Chris. Thanks for listening to On The Way with Tony Crisp. Tune in every weekday for information on biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Fridays are for your questions. Email your questions to questions at tonycrisp.org. Then just listen for your question to be answered on Friday's podcast. That's questions at tonycrisp.org. Thanks for listening and have a blessed day on the way.